0: Hello, and welcome to Our World with your hosts, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you today, sir?
1: Everything's good. How's everything with you?
0: All right, we got some breaking news right out of the gate. The head coach of the New York Giants, Ben McAdoo, and the general manager, Jerry Reese, have both been fired. Uh,
1: They need to fire the owner, too.
0: Well, that's going to be a tough one.
1: That's going to be a tough one right there,
0: but... New York Giants fans can breathe easy. I'm not happy about this. I wanted Ben McAdoo to get a five-year extension on his contract with full backing of Mara and Tish that they love the job that he's doing. But uh, I don't live. That's not living in a world of reality.
1: But
0: uh, was McAdoo the coach last year too? McAdoo was the coach last year when he went 11 and five.
1: So like how can you I mean all right, they're having a horrible season. But they did lose four of their wide receivers.
0: Yes, but I think I think it's the fact that he also lost the locker room, he threw people underneath the bus. Uh Big was being very tr- trumpish as a New York Giant head coach. <laughs> He was being very, very Trumpish. And, matter of fact, Ned, before we go any further, because we got a lot to get to, but I, I just want to get this off my chest. This fucking Donald Trump, okay, say this Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, he gets found guilty this week of lying to the feds
1: yeah.
0: about this Russian probe. This shit is going to roll off Trump's back like water on a duck. This fucking guy is like the Teflon Gotard. Nothing sticks to him.
1: Yeah, he's like the John Gotti, Nicky Bonds, before they went A down. Politics. Something's gonna come down, though. Something, but, but the, something's gonna... They're gonna have to grab something.
0: I mean, I literally think the man could go through old folks' homes, punch out people on oxygen tanks at 80 years old, and they he has such a he doesn't he has sycophants. These people don't d- does not matter what he does.
1: Nope. I was reading. It I was I was watching something that um, was John McCain's daughter name? Anyway, John McCain's daughter was talking about the Alabama election, and she was saying that she has friends who are having a hard time voting for someone that believes in abortion against. Roy Moore, who's basically a child predator. I was like, how does that even make sense? So you would rather not vote for someone that believes in uh, a woman's right to have an abortion than someone who molests live children?
0: I mean, you know what? It's, 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 and I'm going to tell you this now, man. This is as honest as I could possibly be. I get no kind of sick pleasure I get no kind of thrill. I don't feel any better about myself denigrating, talking down the leader of the free world. It doesn't give me a woody. But this is Ill, It is beyond irresponsible for anybody with any kind of voice not to use that voice against what you see. Right is right and wrong is wrong, no matter who's looking.
1: Well, when you have fans, your fans sometimes, they just cloud it. And, then, and he, he chose the right type of fan.
0: Yes, he, net. We live in a time. We live in a time now, and I don't know if it was. I don't remember it being like this when I was a kid. Maybe it was like this in the fifties or whatever. But it's a time now where there's no right and there's no wrong. It's just idol worship. It's idol worship. At all levels, it's just, it's like if you get if you become a big celebrity, you don't even have fans anymore. You yeah. have worshippers and followers.
1: Yeah, he's basically the uh, what's the guy name that just died? Charles Manson.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about it. Beyonce, they're, they're not even fans of Beyonce. They're like she's their queen.
1: Yeah, yeah, that queen bee, and, and you can't say yeah. nothing about her or they go at you.
0: Oh my God! You get attacked like a savage. Uh, years ago, it used to be uh, Mariah Carey. She had butterflies. Oh, yeah. She had. She didn't even call them fans. Y'all not even my fucking fans. Y'all my butterflies. You know some <laughs> shit that I, you know, I could. I lock in a little cage and I let you fly later. I mean, it We should not have idol worship for the officer office of the presidency. This should be some shit where it you have a responsibility, you have to do your job, but I thought about all the things that don't stick. nothing sticks inappropriate behavior with his daughter doesn't stick. insane comments daily almost yep this president and twitter I don't know if Twitter loves him or hates him, but so, I'll tell you one thing mm. he's made twitter he's made Twitter even more famous you everybody. See, somebody's 85 years old, you know, they don't tweet, but they know what the fuck Twitter is now. Yep. They might not know what Facebook is, but they know what Twitter is.
1: Yeah, and I always go back because I was like, if Obama would have did half of what Trump has done so far, they they would have been picketing in front of the White House every single day until he was impeached. Right. Okay. You know what? I just seen a
0: good conversation that kind of leads into that. How black men are perceived how white men are perceived. Did you watch any football yesterday?
1: No, actually, I worked all day yesterday.
0: Well, okay. Yesterday, first of all, Gronkowski
1: for the uh, Packers.
0: I did did
1: see that. Yeah, I did see that.
0: Filthy dirty, deserves at least two-game suspension. That was some real bullshit he did. But the reason I brought it up is Brady, Tom Brady, screams, hollers, and cutches cusses out one of his coaches on the sideline.
1: Yep.
0: The media. Do you see the passion? Yeah. Do you see the love of the game? Do you see the fire and the energy in his heart?
1: Yeah, I, if think, that was Cam- I think Beckham came out and said, said something about that. Tom Brady get called passionate, we get called something else.
0: If that was Cam Newton... Cam Newton would have lost more sponsors. Yep. <laughs> he would have been called immature. He would have been called every piece of shit known to mankind. Yep. You know, I you know I really don't want to get much into football other than that because the two kind of fit because it, it gives you a view of how society looks at one. a matter of fact, somebody came up with a great point. Imagine if that was Michael Bennett who put that hit or Donovan Sue who put that hit on that kid. Instead of Gronkowski
1: He would have been called a thug
0: He would have been called for Maybe he needs to be kicked out of the league blah, He would have blah, been suspended blah.
1: immediately When we woke yeah, up this have... morning It would have been Michael Bennett suspended Seven Six games
0: <laughs> You know No no. Uh, you know what Gr- that's, That was just Gronk being Gronk That yes. was just Brady being Brady But let him be Geno Smith Or Michael Vick You see these thugs? They don't know how to act.
1: Yep.
0: Man, I have to ask you. You posted, and and please correct me instantly if I say his name right, wrong. My son. My son. My son. Yeah. You posted the my son, and I thank you very much, Ned. I am not a racist video. Yeah. but please tell me you've seen Joyner Lucas' version of "I'm Not a Racist."
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That, that was the original version.
0: Okay, and I want to spend some time on this.
1: <laughs> One,
0: I think Joyner Lucas made the record of fucking year. Desposito should win every award it deserves. There's yeah. no doubt. But if 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 if, if Honesty is to be said. This is the song of the year. Maybe the song of the last five, ten years. I
1: don't know. Nigga, yeah, it opens up a dialogue. It basically opens a conversation, and he's talking from both ends.
0: And he's talking from the gut yep. on both ends. Now, I'm ashamed of those who couldn't do two seconds of research and thought that you were watching a white man on YouTube or whatever form of social media you watch videos that you were watching a white man saying all these N words while this brother was just sitting in a chair, taking it.
1: Well, in the video, you could tell that they was lip syncing.
0: Right. But you know, that there's enough
1: foolish people who literally
0: thought that that was a white man rapping.
1: <laughs> and if you watch it on YouTube, his avatar is there on the bottom. It so shows he's you, black. Right.
0: Jordan Lucas is a black man. And what he wrote, I could actually hear word for word that's coming from a Trump tart. And I loved Joyner's black guy response Yep. just as much as I love. I think that it's not mutually, mutually exclusive that you have to disavow my songs and like Joyner's and hate his Oh, love his and hey, join us
1: Oh no, you can't
0: Because they came I mean, my son two... only
1: spoke about from the black perspective when... Right, and he
0: he talked about it from a different black perspective
1: Yeah, yeah
0: The other one was looking Okay, say join in the end At least the, by three quarters of it He's looking for a solution of terms Yep My son is saying, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you From a street He's only dealing from basically from a street perspective. Yeah, he's not talking about a dude who might be the black man that's on Wall Street or a lawyer or a doctor who's dealing with this. And I love both versions. I love both versions.
1: Yes, Greg. Could you imagine if that was like a? I mean, right now I believe it's an internet sensation, but could you imagine if that was a a. popular song right now that where it goes international I'm talking radio everything.
0: This song should be as viral as anything else that's out there. Some little kid, some little kid getting hit in the nuts with a ball should not be more popular than this fucking song. This song has a lot of, it has it makes you feel something when you watch.
1: Yeah, and he got eighteen eighteen I mean eight million <laughs> views on YouTube, I just don't know. Um, I don't know what's considered like viral.
0: Yeah, I would think that is, but
1: we we're talking
0: you know, some things have to potentially to have a hundred million, two hundred and fifty million, three hundred. I mean shit, Desposito is up to what, a billion?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so I mean like I said, I take nothing away from that song. I think that song makes you move, it makes you It makes you feel something. It's set for what it's set for.
1: Yeah, and it makes you think. But this
0: song, this song, I'm Not a Racist, without preaching. That's the great thing about it. It didn't preach. It just came. You know, it's it's been a great week and a half, two weeks, for hip-hop. Real rap. No mumble neck. (laughs) <laughs> no big up drugs no I love my Vicodins. uh give me some purple drink none of that bullshit just straight up hip hop well
1: uh, this, Juicy J did release a track on Friday that's, a, that's more like Uncle Luke version of things well
0: I never heard of <laughs> Juicy J I don't even know if you're talking about a male or female Juicy
1: J is the one that won the um Oscar what uh for that Terry Howard movie.
0: Oh, so one of the mafia, three big yeah, yeah, mafia. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Isn't one of them dead?
1: Yeah, I believe uh one of them died.
0: Okay, I, you know I had no fucking clue. You say juicy J, man, I was like, damn, is that a form of bubble bum? bum, bum. <laughs> so just to let you know, I'm kinda out of it, but I really appreciate you know every once in a while somebody posts something on Facebook or social media, Instagram, whatever, and it's really worth that three four minutes of your life. Yeah,
1: this definitely. was
0: this was worth it so much that I actually investigated it, and I seen that there, there was another version. I was like, I gotta listen to that one too.
1: Oh yeah, his was the original. Well, I think uh, I don't know too much about the the joiner guy, but I think. My son used to be, he was an up and coming rapper, then he went to jail. And then it just, now he's more like Black Lives Matter than anything else because I don't think it sucks that Racket Labour seems to take more chances on, on guys, like girls who just speak about bullshit. The, the horrors. Yeah, or the, the bullshit, basically.
0: Yeah, you know what? Actually, I became familiar with my son. Mm-hmm. Through a video You know one of those uh, Come up to flex and do your freestyle
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah
0: And he absolutely killed this
1: Yeah yeah
0: And he was telling He was telling his uh, battle story Like you know I guess it was his uh, redemption story This is who I used to be I'm a big time uh, Drug dealer uh, uh, Highly Highly uh, rated gangster, and this is where I'm at now.
1: Yeah, people evolve, man. That's what I say. You ain't shitty life life unless you evolve eventually. Yeah, Ned.
0: This 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 something I always thought of. Somebody hasn't seen you since high school. Say your 30s. Say you're 40 years old. Somebody hasn't seen you since high school. It's 18, 19. If you're really dummy, you're about
1: 19.
0: <laughs> and they go, y'all have a conversation for an hour. Say you're at a bar or whatever. And they go, you ain't changed a bit. That's the biggest fucking insult that a person could ever give to you. Yeah. You haven't changed... When you haven't seen somebody in a long time and you haven't changed a bit is an insult. It's not something that you should be proud of. Now, you look just as good as you did. That's a... That's a... That's a pat on the back. Yeah. But that you still spitting the same shit at 40 that you did at 18 when you didn't really know nothing, you are... You, you're an, you, you've you been insulted. Yep. We must eat evolution is what we do either you evolve or you die
1: yeah you have to think about the stuff you knew at 18 compared to what you know now if you don't mm. take the stuff that you learned in between there's a problem in a gesture life there's 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 a problem with that
0: yeah it's a huge problem uh, shit that i believed as gospel when i was 18 i know to be garbage at my age, garbage. Yeah. The same. I'm the same dude walking in the same shell, but and then when people tell me they shocked that I, I think so polar opposite now, I go because what I was stuck. I had to be stuck with what I thought of was gospel at 18. I learned. You know what? I got a couple of scars that showed me over the course of life that shit wasn't true. I was I was putting my faith in something that didn't make any sense to begin with and nobody was actually schooling me or I wasn't listening.
1: Yeah, I remember I think we had this conversation before cuz I was like when I when I remember when I was looking for a school for my daughter the the number one thing on my list was diversity because I've met and I have a lot of friends who never met a white person until they fucking started working. Yes. How is that humanly possible for you not to be around someone that's a different race than you maybe what 20 something years before you interact with a white person well see you know what i grew up in a
0: neighborhood like that okay bedside you got junior high school public first you Mm -hmm. got public school then you got junior high school There is a local high school. Boys and Girls High School was seven blocks away from my house. The junior high school was six blocks away. Mm -hmm. The public school was three blocks away. And me, unfortunately, I went to all three.
1: Oh, so there's no white people at your school?
0: Hell, this is the heart of Bed Sky in 1980, (laughs) 1978. Ain't no white boy, no white parent hated their child enough to let him go to a Bed (laughs) Sky high school in 1978. It just wasn't happening. Now, I was fortunate enough to go directly from that situation to going to school in Utah.
1: Okay. So, you had a culture shop.
0: Oh, man. That's not, I don't even know the real word for that should be beyond closer shock <laughs> I went from Bedside, Brooklyn to mountains mountains big sky not just white people I'm now in school with Mexicans real Native American real Native American <laughs> Filipinos LA gangbangers so I just left. I just left the hood where everybody's got waves, and all the black guys
1: out here got Jerry girls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was more than a shock, and I and I absolutely positively loved it.
1: Yeah. I always say, man, people should get around. If you want to change the way you think, you have to get around more people that doesn't that don't think like you. Yeah. Or, or had different circumstances than you.
0: It gives you it gives you something to ponder.
1: Yep. You think you come to find abundance. out that everyone's a person, really. You have a better understanding of different people's form of life, of upbringing.
0: That's true. Once you get past them accents to see your tail.
1: <laughs> if you
0: can get past them accents to see your tail, and then, then you're fine. Oh, yeah. you know, shit. Black people really don't have tails. <laughs> Dumb motherfuckers. I should never forget them as long as I live. Now this is a simple I just need a simple question and you probably haven't even seen it. Walking dead, hot or not?
1: Uh walking dead almost put me to sleep on the train this morning. Come uh, on, man. You enjoyed it. don't like tell that me, me that. Oh you haven't uh? seen it yet.
0: No. That's what uh, i I uh. don't need any insight. That's why I was just that sounds like a big ass knot. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. It was. Isn't this the next to last episode? <laughs> yes, I think it's the next to last episode, so it doesn't even make sense. Ned has been disconnected momentarily, people, so I'm expecting him to call back in any second. So bear with us, bear with us for this moment. We're not going anywhere. We're not going off the air. The show is not ending. Yes, yes, yes. Nettie, net. Netty, net. Okay, you're back, net.
1: See, the walking there was so bad, I got disconnected. Yeah, man, damn. Man. <laughs> One of the dead
0: tripped over the
1: line and, and, and pulled the
0: plug on you. Oh, man. You got to help me out here. Yeah. Okay. So we find out the Grammys. No male white artist is nominated for album of the year. Yep. Now, as far as I know, 444, yep. Charles Gambino, and who the hell else is up for Record of the Year?
1: Well, there's a white woman, which is Lloyd, Lloyd, Lord, Lords, yeah. Uh, childish Gambino, four, four, four. Oh, damn! I had it written down. Hold on a second.
0: Hold on. It would. I would have to think Kendrick Lamar.
1: Oh yeah, Kendrick Lamar. That's five, right?
0: Yeah. Now I will say this: I did not hear Childish. No, now, I did. Childish Gambino is also this uh, guy from Atlanta.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. So right now, they seem to be sucking him off
1: mildly. (laughs) Oh, and Bruno Mars. Forgot Bruno Mars.
0: Okay, 24.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't give a fuck about Jay-Z coming clean, doing his confession album. He just did a rap version of Usher's Confession, and I don't care. I didn't like. I did not like one fucking song. I don't like the story of OJ. I don't like anything on that record.
1: It's funny. Fox News tried to use the story as O story of OJ as if we're uh, in support of OJ. They totally missed the lyrics.
0: Okay, they're idiots. Well, they they are idiots. Come on. Now, I thought, I thought that the Kendrick Lamar, um, Kendrick Lamar's album, Damn, I believe it is called.
1: Yeah.
0: That was purely hype of Kendrick Lamar. People caught up, in, you know, now Kendrick could literally take a diarrhea shit with a microphone on his ass, and that was hot. No, I'm
1: not really. I mean, I'm. I haven't. I thought it was
0: garbage. Also,
1: I mean, I'm not really a Kendrick fan. Like, I like some of his singles, but I have yet to like any full album, really, that Kendrick has put out. And I know I'm in the minority, so, but people like what they like, basically.
0: Well, we agree because, you know, my DNA and sit down and be humble, shut up and eat your cereal, that, that was bullshit to me, too. So, you know what? He did not, but some people are, they got, they have such hype machine behind them. You know, there was a time like that with him. No matter what he said, it was the hottest thing everybody ever heard, without them even actually listening to it. Because I, I wasn't—I I know I'm the only person in all of North America who didn't think that Rap God was the greatest thing ever.
1: Oh yeah, I love the Rap God.
0: And I didn't—I didn't get it. I didn't like it. See, because it's not just for me, music. It's also. I need I also need that dump. I need I need that thing that gets inside my blood and makes my veins pop up. And and it doesn't even have to be good shit. Because I tell you what, I take M O P song from a hundred years ago. Any up Annie up gets it, it gets in my bloodstream. As soon as I hear the first line, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, I think so, M O P has a few like that. I think Bust the Rhymes has a few like that.
0: Yes. Oh, matter of fact, my girl, I was listening to her. I went to a a throwback uh, weekend. Missy shit was, Missy Elliott, I don't think, gets the proper respect in the rap community. I think that maybe if not the greatest woman ever, she should be considered in the hierarchy period of rap.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel like Missy Elliott is like the Queen Latifah of the new generation. Even though Queen yeah. Latifah is not old, but they're probably around the same age, actually, but I'm just talking from her time out, from her era, basically.
0: Yeah, and, and the thing about Missy is Missy made music that made you get up off the, get up off your seat, get off that bar sill, and get your ass on that dance floor.
1: Yeah, you know, how they, uh, they, people always say two things go together. You, uh, I think Missy and Timbaland always had magic, and you should not break from that magic. Some people get too big for their britches. They're like, you know what, fuck you, Tim. I'm going to go to Dr. Dre. Now, Missy and Dr. Dre might not sound like Missy and Timbaland, And I always say, I always see people whose careers is popping, and then all of a sudden they try to do a change, and then they become a D-list artist.
0: Yeah, you know what, man? We talked about that last time with that collard greens. If that shit ain't broke, man, don't fix it. Leave man. it as as this. Sometimes you just have to... You, you're not being stuck on stupid. You're actually giving... It's all right to give the people what they want. Yeah. Give the people sometime what they want. Like, uh, you know, I, I got a lot of respect for uh, uh, Mr. Don't Dumb It Down. I understand that. I'm never, I'm never telling any artists... That they should dumb down or not evolve into. Uh, say you start off as a party record dude, you know. Say you start off as Luke, Uncle yeah, Luke. Yep. Who the fuck says Uncle Luke? If he had it in him, couldn't have one day became um, Chuck D. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it should be all right to go from Uncle Luke to Chuck D if you have it in you.
1: Yeah, I look at uh, a guy like a, a pit bull. Pitbull started out with cornrows, baggy clothes, jerseys, and everything. Now he's corporate suits, and every song he put out is, is a pop hit.
0: And you want to know something? He don't want to make you mad. He don't want to make you think.
1: Yeah, and he supports he, his own community, which is a plus in, for hip-hop.
0: He wants you to get the fuck up and have a... He, he portrays... The good life.
1: Yeah, I, I, he has his lane, and that's the lane. Why? Why am I going to try to go make a ballad or a serious hip hop song? I, my job is to make people dance, and that's what I'm gonna do.
0: Yeah, I don't. You know what? I'm not the artist that's gonna sing a song about a dying baby. Yeah. You know, it's not. That's not, not, not everybody. See so you, you know, Nas could do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Pop, when he was alive, he could do that. Yep. That shit's not for everybody. And, and you know what? If you MC Hammer, you can have the baggy pants. It's just when you start doing bumps in my trunk. Or oh, bumps in
1: the pump with my Yeah, no, see,
0: <laughs> But see, when you put on, when you put on, when you go from the shiny suit to the do-rag, and, and and the grill, you, you, you cross over into a different thing, man, and In a G-string
1: or cool. oh, what is yeah. a man short with European swim short? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you had on like a, a what are they bikini, oh, no, banana hammock.
1: Yeah, I think what happened was him, because uh, people claim him was a, a, a toughie, so, but he don't look tough when he had on the parachute pants and stuff. And then once his career took a tumble, he like, fuck it, hip hop is popping. I'm going to just go. Switch up my style, and I'm going to do gangster rap.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you something that's funny, man. The greatest cable television on the planet is New York City Cable. And the reason I say that is New York City Cable. I can't find that shit down here. New York City Cable has a million stations of this uh, public access. Yep. Bronx has it, Manhattan has it, Brooklyn, Queens. They all have their own public access. I'm up, say, 3 o'clock in the morning one night, and I turn on public access and I look through, and MC Hammer is preaching. Oh, oh yeah. See, people forget that <laughs> MC Hammer also He did Mace before Mace
1: did Mace. Yep, yep.
0: He, he was in a mega church. I mean, it was a mega church, and it was MC Hammer, MC Hammer the preacher. <laughs> And I, 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 I could not turn the channel. It's just like I couldn't turn the channel when I seen Maze Priest. I was like, I, you know what, you owe me for this 35, 40 minutes. Because I want to hear what the fuck is coming out of your mouth. I seen the other side. I want to see what this is about.
1: Did you, you know, sit in any tides?
0: I didn't send a dime. In fact, then I I I I was like, I can't even believe this shit. What he's doing? <laughs> I, the Almighty Dollar. The Almighty Dollar, and it's going to bring me to a point too. The Almighty Dollar is a motherfucker. What do you think about some of the NFL players? Now that this almost a hundred million dollars is being pledged, they decided to stop their pro- protest. Yeah,
1: they're like Michael
0: Jenkins in
1: be in the forefront of that. Yeah, but have, this is what I don't want to say. All right. First of all, they're to the league to bottom. Because, bottom. I mean, they did say once the league takes more responsibility in, in, in um, their communities that they would stop protesting. But you have to be, I think as a movement, you have to be on the same page as every other player that's protesting in the league. So they all should get together and say, well, is this something we want to stop doing for this $100 million? Is it all our communities? Because every one of them is not going to get something. I just think they all need to come together and figure something out. Or or if everyone has their own mission, then it it doesn't really make sense.
0: I got a major problem with this. And it's something that I don't have – this is not a problem – I want the players to be called out by the general media. Let's think about this. Rich people have never been in the business of giving away money.
1: Never.
0: Ever. Ever. That's not how they get rich. And on top of it, I like to say fuck every one of those NFL owners. Do you, no, people don't even realize where this money's coming from. You know how in October you always see the players in pink. Yeah. You notice this October, you didn't see that many players in pink? Because the NFL is going to take the money that they were given to breast cancer and the Wounded Warriors program and give it to these black causes. This is not like another $89 million they came up with. Oh. It's the same money. They recycle it. Oh, all right. Okay? So, first of all, that makes the owners pieces of shit. Two, my problem with Malcolm Jenkins – and uh, Antoine Bolden is this. Billionaires, don't, if you want, if one thing we know about the rich, you watch the Grammys, the Oscars, it seems like rich people always get free shit. Yeah, all the time. Right? So now you got billionaires saying, I'm going to give you guys to your black causes that we don't give a fuck about, we're going to give you almost 100 million, right? Yeah. What What do you think they want in return? They want complete. Never again protest anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can't do nothing. That's their way of changing the rule without changing the rule.
0: And Michael, Malcolm Jennings and Antoine Bolden don't have the right for that guy who's coming in the league 10 years from now to hush him. See, that's where my issue is. And the media will not talk about it because they're in bed with the NFL.
1: Yeah, especially the network that they uh, broadcast on.
0: You know, I just watched Stephen A. Smith make me so angry, I wanted to punch my fucking TV through the wall. <laughs> okay, so now everybody's calling Malcolm Jenkins a sellout. Because he is selling out to the dollar. Not that he's, I'm saying that he's doing anything nefarious to get money in his pocket. Mm-hmm. But he's he's selling... His silence for money, and that's never right. So Stephen A. turned it into this. Every time a black person does something unpopular in the black community, they get called
1: coons. Oh, because he's been called them multiple times.
0: But you want to know something? Stephen A. Smith is the same motherfucker running around taking pictures with, and I wouldn't take a picture with this guy to save my life, Sheriff Clark.
1: Oh, yeah. Smiling
0: and jiving and and looking like he's looked like he just met his fucking idol of his life. No, if I see Sheriff, I tell you the god's honest truth. If I see Sheriff Clark in the airport, I probably get arrested. Cause the first thing to be out, i would be like, is that that motherfucking sellout uh, Sheriff Clark over there? Yeah. you know, you know what his attitude? He'd be like, give me the police and lock him up. <laughs> so I probably have to spend a couple of hours in jail until they straighten it out. But I wouldn't be like Sheriff Clark. Let me Instagram you, me and you. I'd be like, "Fuck you, Sheriff Clark." Yeah. You know. And and they got uh, they got their other Cooney baby back this weekend. Fucking Tiger Woods.
1: Oh
0: yeah. He rea- he reappears, and you know what. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. I love golf. I watched Tiger golf, I must say, hundreds of hours during the prime of his career. He was must-see TV when he was Tiger Woods. Right now, I could give less than a fuck about Tiger Woods. It seems like white people are more concerned with him succeeding than we are.
1: Yeah, they love Tiger. Tiger's one of them. Tiger's never been one of us.
0: No, hey, Tigers went out of his way he to tell someone. us. Unless he murders someone.
1: Unless he murder someone.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Tigers went out of his way to tell us. You know, he was just fucking golfing two weeks ago with Dotart. Yeah. Like I said, he goes out of his way to say, I, I have nothing to do with y'all. Hey, it's not just us. He tells his Asian side, I have nothing to do with you. I'm something special. I'm a blend of the universe. And you know what, I don't know where this blend of the universe fucking gets, you know, approval, but... I hate that,
1: because he has kids and that shit. They probably just grew up, I don't even know what form of white they are.
0: Oh, no, he's telling them they're pure white. Fuck that. Your mother is Norwegian, which makes you a Viking. You're an Aryan, as
1: far as (laughs) I'm concerned. That's why I picked her. What's the guy's name? Uh, what's What's the baseball player name that went black to white?
0: Oh, Sammy Sosa.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see uh, Tiger doing that.
0: Man, I, I know you didn't see it, and I'm mad at the, I'm mad at the, 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 sports media again. I'm really pissed off. I had no fucking clue Miguel Cotto was fighting his last fight, or I would have tuned in.
1: Oh, he was fighting Ali, but of course, no one mentioned anything. It wasn't big news, I guess, maybe because it was the weekend of the UFC, but. And it was a free, it was a freebie on HBO in New York City.
0: I did not even know, man. I mean, I watch Max Kellerman and Stephen A. five days a week. Max Kellerman does HBO fights. Do you know how many times he mentioned that Mac Cotto was fighting? Zero. Oh,
1: damn. Ten
0: hours of programming on television. Not one time did he mention Max Cotto, I mean, Miguel Cotto. And you know what? Miguel Cotto had a story career. One thing that for about five years, New Yorkers know this. Puerto Rican Day weekend, uh, Miguel Cotto was fighting in NYC. Yep. He was the Puerto Rican Day boxing, let's go to the garden and see our hometown boy.
1: Yeah, I think what actually heard him was when he took that loss to uh, Margarita when he cheated with the plaster in his wraps.
0: Yeah, but he's—I mean, he had a—he had a hell of a career. I mean, he fought Margarita, Judah, Pacquiao, Mayweather, yeah. Canelo, Shane Mosley.
1: Yeah, he fought
0: Holy So he didn't duck anybody. And I, I say I tip my hat to a great career, Miguel. Yeah,
1: to a he great great going career. Out with a with a l but. Jim well, you know more. what?
0: It wasn't his first one, so.
1: Yeah. It's hey, funny. You know I thought about Rocky when, in the Rocky movies, when he retired, he took the loss. So I was like, "Oh, it's fitting."
0: This dude has been. This dude has been through the battles. Yeah. Now I will say one thing, man. I know that you were super busy, and I feel bad for you. You missed the best UFC weekend, and I mean, I know, God I, I, knows.
1: I saw UFC Saturday night. When I got home, I I, it, it was, I caught it live.
0: Listen. I watched the tough Friday night,
1: yeah,
0: Nico Montano is a beast. The woman beat uh she beat matafori, come to find out she beat her, goes three rounds. she has a broken fucking foot,
1: oh damn,
0: I mean that's just guttural tough
1: yeah I well, thought, the, wait who which one won is it the girl that took over for the girl that got injured?
0: No, no, no. The one who was, who rightfully was in there to begin
1: with. Oh, okay.
0: Rock, okay. Roxy Modafori was the female who took over for Sajay Eubanks.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So I couldn't root for her. I had to root for – first of all, Nico covers a couple of bases. She's a Native American. There ain't too many Native American world champions in sports that I really know of.
1: No, no, yeah.
0: She's the first time of this weight. This woman has done nothing but dominate. And when you earn something, think about this. She beat the number one, the number two, the number three, and the number six. Nobody can say her title, her, her extent to the title was weak. That's as strong as you get.
1: One, two, three, and
0: six. That's pretty special. But, man, that Saturday card. That Yancey, Mejores, and Alex Oliveira, man, that that was a fight. I mean, that 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 was crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. And I, what I like about UFC pay-per-views, I seem like they doesn't they don't last that long. They come on at like ten, and by twelve thirty, it's pretty much done.
0: Yeah, and and what you call them did something, man, that make any boxer, anybody who's ever boxed, or any fight fan proud. Eddie Alvarez went to Justin Gagey's body as though his life depended on it. That shit was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, he must have landed like 40 body shots. And, I mean, they were beautiful. And I'm going to steal a line from, uh, I guess it comes from several movies, but uh, Boys in the Hood, when they're little kids. Yeah. And the little skinny one who grows up and has the dreadlocks and gets in the uh, wheelchair? Yep. He tells the fat kid, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> that would be, Al- Alistair Overeem was the dead body.
1: Yeah, he hit a, that uppercut. it's not I've never seen a guy get whiplash like that before. But did you see his toes, his yeah.
0: hands, everything? He the- was literally laying in a coffin.
1: Yeah, they, they, they would not even, sh- like, paying down to him.
0: Yeah, because uh, Francis Ngongo was standing, like, you know, with the referee to get yeah. his hand raised. They said he's still laid out uh,
1: <laughs> stiff over there. Yeah, they didn't show him again, so he was back on his seat. Man, that was that was
0: – if I'm a heavyweight and I don't really have my shit together and I'm just trying to make money, I don't want nothing to do with that big African.
1: Yeah, hell no. I mean,
0: he looked like he... I mean, damn, if he could do that to uh, Overeem, then imagine, man.
1: However, he took... It looked like Joe Rogan wanted to leave, and he kept holding Joe Rogan hostage so he could talk. I I, I understand. One thing he said, he needed subtitles.
0: Yeah, well, he could have used the interpreter. But I will say one thing, man. Joe Rogan makes the experience pleasurable. Joe Rogan is the voice that I want to hear when the guys are fighting.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: You know, he 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 is my uh, JR. Yeah. JR made wrestling sound better than it even was.
1: Yeah, no one has replaced him yet.
0: No, 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 no. Not close. The uh, That booth stinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I love Booker T. Booker T is horrible.
1: Oh, yeah. Michael Cole's horrible. He, he, he mixed people's names up all the time. He must stay name up all the time. I do like the nah. guy that used to have on SmackDown that was on NXT, but I don't know if he ever came back.
0: Well, Byron Saxon's no good.
1: No, I don't oh, count the don't... color commentators. I don't count them.
0: Oh, I'm but... talking to
1: play-by-play guys.
0: Yeah, uh, Booker TV just talking. It's like he. Oh, I'm only here because they pay me.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: like he has no fucking interest. I mean, he doesn't get excited about anything. So you know, it's it's, it's quite interesting, man. It's uh, some voices of certain people are uh, like Troy Aikman and Joe Buck for football to me right now are better. I watch uh, Chris Collinsworth. And, and and Marv Albert or whatever the fuck his name is at uh, Sunday Night Football, Yeah, I could watch the game without sound.
1: Martin.
0: Because Because Chris Collinsworth is always talking about some bullshit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. You know, he once tied his shoes in the third grade. Uh, yeah. First. <laughs> you know, stupid shit like that. I mean, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Why do I care? You know, he likes to wear his pants up on the left hip. Yeah.
1: You know, they'll, yeah, they'll his sleep. voice is just dry,
0: too. Yeah. Well, tonight we got uh, a game nobody gives a fuck. I'm not staying Man, up on, to we watch. Hold we
1: the main event.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. The main and main event. Yeah. Which was uh, Aldo and Max Holloway. Yep. And you want to know something? Max Holloway wore that ass
1: out. Yeah, it's time for Aldo. I think it's time for Aldo to call it quits.
0: Aldo took some, and you know what? My wife can't stand Herb Dean. She's like, Herb Dean's gonna let somebody get killed one day.
1: <laughs> I
0: thought, I thought, I thought Herb could have pulled the trigger on that a little bit quicker. Uh, I, I seen, I seen Aldo going before he actually left. I said he's starting to get that wobbly. It seemed like his wind was never underneath him. He, his mouth was wide open from the second round.
1: Yeah, like he's, he's oh it seems like he's always tired unless he's leg kicking all day.
0: Yeah, you know what it is? He's muscular.
1: Yeah. Muscular
0: guys always gas out before slim yeah. guys. I don't know what it is about body, you know, I guess you gotta be into nutrition deeply to know that. But I think I think muscles suck more oxygen than lean fiber.
1: Yeah, it's time. What is this, his fourth floor it's time for him to Hang up the boots. Yeah. Um, And this
0: is the second time that he's lost to Aldo, I mean, to Max the same way.
1: Same way, yeah.
0: Yeah, third round, warm down, then beat him down. Max Holloway is a beast, man. I mean, just a beast. Uh, I I, I don't see. uh, Here's the fight that I think would sell out a major pay per view for them. If you could convince Connor to get in that fucking ring with Max. That's money.
1: Did they fight already?
0: See, but he might have. You know what? Max hasn't lost in his last 12 fights. So you figure if he's fighting three times a year, that's over four years. Okay. And Max is only 26 years old. So that meant Max would have lost to him when he was 22, 21 years old. He's a grown man now. He's a grown man.
1: Then you gotta get Connor to leave the y- the yacht in the ocean.
0: And he asked. And you know what? I, I I kinda understand that's a hard thing to get up off of, man.
1: Yeah, but why fight UFC you could take another boxing fight and make eighty million.
0: And you know what?
1: And you get I, the I, larger I, cut probably.
0: You could convince uh here's my thing. Say and I'm I'm gonna ask you. Connor decides he wants to have another boxing match, and he, well, we already know he can't do it with Mayweather because people not buying that. But if he did it, if he did it with Pacquiao, are you spending seventy eight dollars on that?
1: No, I ain't spending money on that. Even though Pacquiao looked like a shell of his former self, I'm not spending. I wouldn't spend no money on uh, Conor with any elite boxer. Now, if it was Conor like. Uh, what's the guy's name in Showtime's booth? Maggie, oh, Mag- Paulie Magliani. Yeah, I might watch that.
0: See, I'm I i, I going to have to be honest. I'm only seeing that shit on Cody the next day. I am not paying Oh, oh I mean, I'm, not paying,
1: I'm not paying nothing for Conor on pay-per-view. <laughs>
0: yeah, Boxing-wise. Now, because I thought about Floyd. And I said, you know what? Floyd might try to suck at the American public and say, let me get back in there with somebody like Pacquiao. I'm not giving him $25. No, no. Now, no. if Floyd if Floyd wanted to go up against that young brother that's destroying people.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll pay for the, that. I'll pay for that.
0: What the hell is his name? Well, uh, What the hell is his name? I forgot,
1: but I know I know exactly who you're talking about. He just won a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he just, like, kind of just runs through people like they're not there. I'll pay for now, Floyd I,
1: to any young boxer That's that's on, that's. That's there, not a young But I'll pay for Floyd and Canelo again. This yeah, well Canelo. you
0: know what? I tell you what, Floyd ain't even dollar Canelo's phone number. Not right
1: now. <laughs> See,
0: Canelo is just like I was talking about Max Holloway. He's reached that point where Canelo's at his grown man.
1: Yeah. You
0: you're lucky you caught him before because I'm 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 am I'm, I'm hoping that I'm in Vegas, somewhere near Vegas when they sign Triple G. And Canelo, I'm putting my money on Canelo out the gate because I think that Triple G, as good as he is and as good as he was, he's going to come down. Canelo's on that. Ain't nobody going to beat me. He's getting ready to get to that point. Nobody's going to beat me because he fought him well enough this last fight.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to some more UFC. Now, the NBA didn't give us really shit this weekend. Nothing really to talk about other than Mr. Ball scored three points Friday, two points Sunday.
1: I don't know what uh, – I think Magic took the hype in the ball. I think he could have went with somebody else. I know Ball gives you assists, but you're looking for that Lakers Showtime? I mean, they might be good if they get Paul George next year, but I still don't see why everyone – is the Press Ball. He shoots like shit. Oh yeah.
0: Did you ever see the movie Eddie Given Sunday?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Was that the movie where the guy actually ran for a touchdown and he had the gun? Or what that was another movie. Oh, that, that was is, the last Latter- voice. I don't
1: remember yeah, I don't remember that in Last Given Sunday. Last Given Sunday was with L.L. and uh Beamer. Not Beamer.
0: No, this was Jimmy Fox. This was this was a movie called uh what did I just say? the last voice Yeah, which is uh, Damon Wayans, right?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I think a guy ran through, he was scoring a touchdown, and he had to save his daughter or something. So while he was running on the football field, he had a gun, and he was shooting other players.
1: <laughs>
0: Lonzo Ball could have a gun going for a layup and shoot everybody and still miss the layup. <laughs>
1: Yeah, his father says the coach.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Lonzo. Yeah, definitely Lonzo. But Lavar. No,
1: no, oh, I said Lonzo. Lonzo. Yeah, yeah, I said LeVar says it's the coach. Yeah, the, co- the coach can't coach his son.
0: We can put this fucking guy in arena. He's one of those dudes that you can leave overnight in arena, and say, okay, you can't dunk, you can't make layups. You gotta only shoot like jump shots. You come back in the morning and say, How much you score? He'd be like, Eight points. Yeah. <laughs> but it was only you in there all night. Oh, yeah. well, that's, that's what I scored, eight points. He and I missed have, like 62 free throws.
1: He needs to be, to me, if you're not going to score, then you have to make yourself into like a Jason Kidd type point guard. Get some rebounds and assists up. And you know what else he might
0: need to do? It's hard for an NBA young guy with all that ass and stuff coming at you and you want to go on these trips. When the summer comes, and his is going to come early because there ain't going to be no playoffs for the Lakers. He needs to get his ass to a gym. He's out in L.A. There's like five million personal trainers. He needs to bulk up, get stronger
1: tell his father Actually, to shut the fuck up forever.
0: He needs, he needs to... If his father's living in uh, Chino Hills, he leaves to live on the other side of California. And not even pick up the phone for about five months. Yep.
1: You're just like your dad, you got to shut up because you affected my game.
0: Yeah. It's it's, it's a damn shame. But I am... Um, uh, we got, like I said earlier, we got Pittsburgh, Cincinnati...
1: Tonight, yeah. NFL. I need, I need Bell to have an awesome – I need Bell to have a hell of a game.
0: Was he a first-round draft pick for you? Yeah. I would think so. Yeah.
1: I Listen, need him – I need a, I need at least 15 points from him tonight. So I need at least a touchdown any, and yards.
0: Do you have any other Steelers?
1: Um, on the, in a different league, I got Brown.
0: Oh, my God. Well, you came off last week.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but that league I'm already in the playoffs. This league I'm fighting for a playoff spot.
0: Yeah, I think I think that I'm a, a little bit excited. And you know what? I'm, I'm such a cowboy fan. This is so hard for me. Mm. This is why I gave up. Uh, fantasy. Fantasy. I gave up fantasy basketball and I gave up fantasy football. I can't even play baseball oh, because I was I was finding myself mm. rooting for people that I didn't really want to root for.
1: Oh yeah. But I yeah. think
0: next year, just for like you know, every six or seven years, like uh, those cicadas that come out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, I wanna I
0: wanna join a fantasy league.
1: The worst thing I think
0: I want
1: The worst thing is like for me, I'm in three well, yeah, three leagues, money leagues. One league, say like I got Antonio Brown. And then one week I was playing I had Antonio Brown need the roof for but the team I was playing in the other league had Antonio Brown. I was like, they say, a bitch?" So if Antonio Brown does well, I'm gonna get blown out in our league.
0: Yeah, you gotta just hope that the league that you can make the most money off yeah, is yeah. the one that works out. Because if it if it, it falls down like that, it's impossible to win all three. Yep. So you just gotta say, you know what? I, I, I'll pick the cherry that tastes the sweetest.
1: Yeah, especially when I lost David Johnson week one.
0: Well, see, that that that's. That's hell right there. You lost a guy who gave you 2,000 yards last year.
1: Yeah, week one, he only got me like 20 yards.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, think about the people that got drunk and they get ready to go into the playoffs. I got drunk. Gronk should be suspended. <laughs> so you got Gronk and he's going to kill you right now. But the so good thing
1: is get... I, I might get a bye in that league for the first round of the playoffs. So hopefully Gronk only get one game.
0: That's right. I mean, you know, no, well uh, you can hope, but that shit's got to be a two game. You have seen that play? That shit yeah, was yeah. dirty. I mean, you don't you don't come down like you fucking Brock Lesnar on the <laughs> yeah, back of somebody's but, head, man.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, but remember, dog is white. It ain't like Sue did it. Who has a history? So, you know, uh, the league might say, you know what? It's the Patriots. You know, the league they don't like to come down hard on the Patriots.
0: Oh no! Especially after after the deal with Brady last year. Brady can play
1: Giselle, and I don't think he'll get suspended six games.
0: Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out <clears throat> how is this going to play out over the next week. Kraft versus Goodell. Yeah. After Goodell versus Jones. But you know what? I, I would like one day to live long enough, Nat, where white dude fuck up. He catch flack, black dude fuck up, he catches the same flack, the white guy, nothing more, nothing less, not all that other bull, bo- see because not only that, when a black guy fucks up publicly, they start now calling out family members, yeah and he was raised a certain way, and you know this is his pattern because. What you call him is a moody motherfucker? I will give you that. I'm down in North Carolina. We see it all the time. Nobody's more moody than Cam. When Cam Newton is winning, he is like a little happy (laughs) three-year-old. When Cam Newton is losing, he is that pouty brat three-year-old. He is horrible. He is the worst loser ever, like a child.
1: Did you watch sports radio talk today at all? Was there any big talk of the Eagles losing last night?
0: Oh no, they, they 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 just bigged up uh Russell? Uh Russell Westbrook. I oh.
1: mean
0: Ru- Russell Wilson. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Now all of a sudden Russell Wilson a week ago nobody was mentioning him. He should be at the top of the board for MVP. Well <laughs> where was that last week? He's yeah. been balling like this all season. <clears throat>
1: yeah, that's a good
0: Listen. They are going out of their way to make golf and wince icons and they are picking apart uh and I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it, but they are picking apart Dak Prescott's ass.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every week.
0: <laughs> He's you know, he, he lacks he has so many holes in his game. Wentz and and, and golf are the next coming of uh Tom Brady's, yeah, they're, they're, they walk on water. They make wine at weddings. But, but, but uh, Prescott, he's only a game manager. He, 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 he tries not to lose the game for you. You know what? Uh, Donovan McNabb said it well. He said the shit that you catch as a black quarterback in the league. He said y'all don't know. The public doesn't know the half of it. He says the general public has no clue. Of half of the stuff that they go through And what they hear And the stupid questions that Think about some of the questions that don't make the air That they ask in press conferences Like You know you might actually ask a black quarterback Did you study the playbook?
1: Yep Look, you, uh, would never, you
0: would never ask
1: uh,
0: Aaron Rodgers that?
1: Yeah Um. What's the guy named in Buffalo when they benched him? That would never oh, to a black quarterback And he was playing well <laughs>
0: And you know what? The arrogance, he got caused because they were being arrogant. Buffalo was garbage to begin with. And then all of a sudden, they were like 6-2. and two. They lose to the Jets. And it was like, why aren't you leading us to the Super Bowl? Because we stink already. You should be damn lucky we got six wins. Yep. You know? Well, you know what? People, Ned said the best thing of the day. The bottom line is with people. If you bleed, we bleed like you bleed. We all, you know, bleed. Shit don't come out of me orange. Come out of me red, just like it would an Asian, an Indian, a Hispanic, or a white person. People need to actually sit down and look at I'm not a racist, and maybe they give you a little bit clear view. Would you be insulted if a white person actually sat down and said, could you let me in on some of the secrets, but well, not really the secrets, some of the things that you actually, have you ever been asked that by a white person? What are some of the things you feel?
1: I've never had that per se one-on-one, but I did take a class where there was other white people were in the class and they were, we had like an open forum conversation and a lot of them did come out and say that they was utterly shocked at some of the things we go through that they had no idea. It's just oblivious.
0: I'm going to tell you now, Then tonight, when you go home, count your blessings because you experienced something that most black people will never experience. And I have to say, I'm an older man than you. I've never actually experienced that. And I would have loved to been in a forum like that at any point in time in my life.
1: White people are to, really um, sensitive when it comes to race, though. They don't want to talk about it. No, no. Mm-hmm.
0: Because one, it's, it's been, see, if you think about this before we get out of here. Has this been systematically been put on us? These are the children that it's been systematically put on them. And they've been told to ignore it. Act like it doesn't exist. Just take advantage of the uh, advantages.
1: Yeah.
0: Take advantage of the advantages, but don't actually even feed into any of it,
1: you know, which is damn near impossible to do.
0: Right. Well, if you don't,
1: if you don't see, if you're not conscious of what's going on around you or to your own brother, then that's a the problem.
0: Well, that's true. But you know what? Have we ever really got to hear somebody, you know, stand up and say, you don't, when you're in that dark road, you're in that fucking car. And you could be in that car. It has been proven now with a baby. And when that cop stops you, and that's not, I mean, that's just one of the things, cause, but this one's life and death. That cop stops you. And you're wondering when he walks away and he comes back, if I make any moves, am I going to be ended today?
1: Yeah, You know what that movie Detroit touched on that? I would recommend people see that because there there are there are there is an incident I won't go into detail because I know everyone ain't hear it see it where I think uh, a white character did get to understand how black people feel in hmm. certain situations
0: yeah it, it and you know what say one thing that we're built on we don't have a choice. you come from the hood, fear is not a big component in you. Because if you walk around the hood fearful, the sharks will eat you.
1: Yeah, eat you alive. You,
0: am I bullshitting that?
1: They'll eat you alive.
0: And they will start eating you from what, second grade on. Yep. And they'll never stop until you become an adult. I've watched people get bullied from childhood until they finally were just adults. And it was like the, the bully just said, fuck it, I'm tired.
1: Yeah, I watched, we had a bully in the neighborhood that kept picking on this one guy. And this guy finally got to the point where he said, fuck it. And he knocked that bully out cold. But then he was so scared when the bully got up, he let him beat him up. <laughs>
0: yeah, we, I've actually seen that myself. I mean, we've had uh, situations like that where people actually wanted to have to kill each other. Yeah. You know, so... But... It's it's a a whole different... We live in two different worlds. Yes,
1: it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Until we can fully explain each other's world to each other, I guess they won't have any sensitivity towards it, and and we'll have no understanding.
1: But that's what I mean by growing up. You need to be around the opposite race, so these conversations won't be uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, you know what? Integrate us at a younger age. Yeah. Me, I'm, I'm 16, 17. Before I, you know what? Some of the lucky kids in New York, they left their neighborhood to go to high school, and there were white kids, say Norman Thomas's and Bronx Schools of Science and stuff. But if you want to, I mean, there was definitely black schools. Like, people that went to John F. Kennedy, they were going to Hispanic black schools, they went Clinton. Yeah. There wasn't there was a lot of white students in schools like that. Not a lot of white school in Weston House or Boys High. But the kids that went to, like, Brooklyn Tech, they went to school with white kids. Yep. You know, and that's why I'm totally against, if you had a kid that went to public school, junior high school, high school, black, don't send them off to an HSBC, a HBSC. Don't send them off to a historically black university because now they're going to be 22 and had no experiences.
1: Yep. They, they, and that, they don't and that find one, out that they ain't working. And they're like, what's that this one?
0: About? That one to me is crazy. You're going to wait till you graduated from college before you ever even really been in a room where the white person wasn't a doctor or some shit like that. No, yes. that's, that's too late in life. Well, Ned, man, take us on out of here, brother.
1: As always folks, this has been another good show. You can find us on our YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, share, comment. Uh you can email us if you have topic uh a topic you want us to discuss at Netboy at, at Gmail dot com. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Netboy Doc.
0: Well, Netty Net man and uh this is Doc here. On behalf of Our World, Doc, and Netboy, I'm just going to say like I always tell you people, peace.
1: Net, be easy, brother. All right. Have a good one. You too.